it again. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to another edition of the Views from the Friend Zone podcast. Happy Sunday, y'all. It's Labor Day weekend. Shout out to all my Caribbean massive. You see, I got the Haitian flag on representing the home island and the team. You know what I'm saying? You know, another beautiful episode. Hope you guys are enjoying Labor Day. You know, out there about the... Is Juve tonight? Juve's tonight, yeah. I right, be safe. Don't get shot. <laughs> if, if, if a girl doesn't want you to touch her, don't touch her. Don't wind up upon nobody else's woman. We want you safe. You know what I'm saying? We want you to enjoy the weekend, but you also want you to have to go back to work on Tuesday, not be in the emergency room. The judges aren't going to be in till Tuesday, so you'll spend you know, Labor Day in jail if you don't keep your hands to yourself. You know what I'm saying? So as always, I'm going to have the team introduce themselves, starting with my boy to the left. It's your boy Cliff Brockbanow. It's your boy Real Talk Marv, our guest. Jennifer. Amanda, a.k.a. Greedy Gut. Yes. Open Shirt Poppy is late. <laughs> He'll be here in a few minutes, but the show must go on, you know what I'm saying? You know, the parade's going to keep going even if you're not there, so Open Shirt Poppy will begin shortly. We're going to have our beautiful guest introduce herself and... <laughs> Let us know a little about what, what you got going on. Thank you, thank you. Um, I just want to thank you guys for the opportunity. Um, my name is Jennifer, and I am a self-published author. Um, I have a book called Inherited Dysfunctions, my first one. Um, it wasn't easy, but, you know, I had a lot of work to do, and I just appreciate the opportunity because it's not easy being a self-published yes. author because you have to promote yourself. There's no... I'm, I'm a self-published author oh, as nice. well, so okay. I know the grind. Yes. I did a radio <laughs> run when I, I put out my book for a while, so mm -hmm. I know how it's hard it is. It's very, very difficult. You and don't the work never ends. No, and I'm I'm learning new ways. Like, I'm starting a YouTube channel, like different things to try to plug myself in because... I don't have the plugs, yeah. <laughs> so it's like I'm trying to do anything I can to get it out there, like because yeah, so, so. I don't have that. I'm not a good salesperson, mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm. I'm it's trying. fine. It's 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 a work in progress. Like you you know to sell your product, to sell what you got going on. Mm -hmm. Also, we're we're a brand here. We're also still growing, so we always like to work with people. We're yeah, trying to get the word out there. So tell us a little bit in 30 seconds. Tell us about oh, the book. Okay. Um. So basically, it's it's a it's a fiction book. Um. I guess you can consider it urban fiction. Um, and it's about a young girl who was raised in um, a family of dysfunction. You know, her mom's on drugs, her dad's a drug dealer, and it's basically talking about how she had to grow up in that lifestyle. And then she comes across many different hurdles, and she finds herself in a situation where she now has to save her family and try to break that dysfunction, you know, but she's finding herself falling into the same patterns as her family. Hence inherited dysfunction. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That, sounds really that, that, that does sound good. That does sound good. <laughs> yes, and you know, we all have the dysfunction in the family, so it's, yeah. it, you know, it's very relatable. it seems relatable. like it's a generational thing sometimes. Yes. So inherited dysfunction is Absolutely. a great thing. Absolutely, it passes down, and it's like it's up to you to break that cycle, or some people just fall right into the same. 
same. Cycle. Yep, they fall right into so the same I, path. So I have a question before we start the show. Who are your um like literary influences? Um, I'll say the number one is Terry Woods. Nice. Um, I read True to the Game. Yeah, me too. Everybody Believe, read True to the Game. Oh my yeah. God! So Believe it or not, I read it when I was twelve. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Young, you know, but I, I knew better. I'm like, it's just a book, don't, you know. But I was just like, this is everything I want to do. Like, it was so amazing. Like, I, it was like a movie as I yeah. read it. Like, mm-hmm. you saw everything that she wrote, and I was like, I have to do that one day. And that so, inspired it. Yeah, so, you know, I, I published a book I, I, I like to write as well. Uh, Sister Soldier, The Coldest Winter Ever was a big influence yes. for me. I'm ashamed I haven't read that one. <laughs> well, it's it's really good, you know. Um, That's another hood It's classic. a series yeah. like you know Midnight, and she has a series of those books. Mm-hmm. And Eric Jerome Dickey mm-hmm. is my favorite mm-hmm. author. Yes. You know? yeah. How about you guys? Before we start the show, like you know, I read some of the books. Who's your favorite author? Um, actually, Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> That's mad. See that? That's goody two shoes. <laughs> no. I'm a good student, Edgar right. Allan Poe. We're talking hood books. We will, never, we will never dismiss education. We will never knock down education. But that's such a teacher's pet I answer. Mean, it's true. It's true. What about you, Claire? That was a good answer. Um, my favorite author is Marvin Banan. Ah, you see? <laughs> holding me down. Like holding me down. Shameless plug, Where the Sun Doesn't Shine is my book. You can find it on Amazon. Where can we find your book? Also on at Amazon. Amazon, yes. Um, if you have Kindle devices, you can download it. If you have Kindle Unlimited, it's free. Can't okay, argue cool. with free. Nice, nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're going to get into, you know, the show. And like I said, you know, later on we'll come back to, like, where people can get, get your book and Absolutely. more things like that. So okay. the first topic that we're going to discuss is um, single shaming, right? Because when you reach a certain age, I never ask a woman her age, but when you reach a certain age, like in your 30s, and you tell someone you're single, they like, oh, okay. And if you're single and don't have no children, it's just like, what's wrong with this monster? <laughs> which, which, which is unfair, right? Because, you know, now in our day and age, when you're chasing your career or that grind, sometimes relationships get pushed to the side or relationship don't work. You got to keep pushing. Right, it's not the old age where, like, if a woman is not married or have children at a certain age, she's like a cast-off kind of thing, you know. They have this ugly. It's funny because when me uh, when I got married in Jamaica, on the uh, wedding, you know, licenses, the the woman, the man is called a bachelor where you sign, but the woman's called a spinster. How how ugly is that, right? right you really? call the unmarried, it's called a spinster. Okay. Literally on the wow. marriage license, it says spinster. Which us makes us think of some old person like spinning, making quilts somewhere <laughs> right. in a back room, right? <laughs> like, so wow. anyway, you know, I, I'm in a group and we posted like, you know, there were certain reasons why people are single and it just seems so limited. So I was just like, why do we single shame people, especially of a certain age? You know, mm-hmm. most of the cast, we're in our 30s, so it's kind of like we have the perspective of our 30s. So the first sub-question is, why do we judge people over 30 who are single? Ladies first, and we'll have our guests go first. Let the guests go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, over th- well, I haven't reached 30 yet, almost. Um, but to me, I feel like... It- Maybe because at that age you feel like you should be, we have this ideal thing that you should be established at that age. That's the age where you, you know, your job is thriving, you you settling down, you have children. So I think to hear after 30, it's like, 
why are you still single? Like, what's wrong with you? I don't know. Maybe it's like a cliche. You're supposed to be organized and settled in after 30, maybe. I don't know. What do you think, Amanda? Uh, can you repeat the question again? <laughs> so, <laughs> why do we judge people over 30 who are single? Um, like, and not us, but like society. Society judge. Yes. Just like she said, like, I feel like at a certain, well, I don't feel, but people feel like at a certain age you should be established, you should have a house at least engaged on your way to marriage or already married. So I think that they put those type of standards on people in their 30s. I feel like, you know, like people who are married and have children and stuff like that, sometimes they look at single people and they kind of have to be judgmental. Like, why are you not part of this kind of club? Yeah. My thing is like, your everybody's journey is different. Right, yeah. exactly. Because there's a lot of people who are stuck in marriages who are miserable, but they have that. the title of being <laughs> married. married. Right. So they walk around with right. their chest, chest out, mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm married, but you're miserable. Right, yeah. exactly. And you and your partner are both cheating on each other. I mean, not saying all marriages are like that, yeah. but people who are married... And if you're married with children, just feel like, you know, you made it to the pinnacle of what society wants from you. Mm. I have a question for you guys. You okay. both are married and you're in 30s. Mm. We're all around the same age. Um, do you look at us, your single friends like that? Like, damn, why she's not married yet? I, I think, <laughs> no, I think, and, and this is probably going to get me in trouble later. Some, I think some married people, we kind of like envy the single people because it's mm. just like, uh -oh. yeah, it sounds bad, right? But sometimes <laughs> you you see single people and you see them like, you know, there's so much f freedom in being single. There's so much opportunities of, you know, going and coming as you choose kind of stuff like that. Mm. But when you're married, you also have that stability. You have that comfort. So I'm not, I wouldn't trade away being married for anything. But sometimes, you know, it's just like the shoes, the grass is always greener. Single people always like, sometimes I wish I had a, stay home you know a lockdown mm -hmm. boo situation yeah but there's sometimes when you realizing you out you know like we said thought and seasons just finishing <laughs> when you out thought and you thought enjoy that thought life <laughs> if you was married you couldn't thought what, what about you um i we don't shame them but the, the thing is like you know marriage is tough every it's not always cookies and cream just because on social media you love everything mm -hmm. looks happy mm -hmm. and everything you know the, it, it seemed like it's a great foundation but it's a work in progress so sometimes you see single people and guys and girls, you're like, damn. You feel like you got to answer somebody. Some, I have a hard time answering to my wife sometimes why I'm doing this, and then she understands it later. So we, you don't shame all the time, but sometimes you, you look at it and say, you know what, I wish I didn't have to answer to somebody. Sometimes being in marriage, you feel like you got a boss. So Especially as a but, husband. Especially. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think one of the, the best things for me as being a husband, like, you know, having a wife, it made me also be better as far as like you know having women bosses because um you know some some men are stuck in old-fashioned ways where they have trouble reporting into a woman and stuff but i always feel like you know what i want to get the job done i want to be happy so you know i i could easily answer to a woman and easily you know speak to her being at the same time be respectful and i think part of that training is being a husband because okay. at the end of the day you know, you have some men walking around who are husbands who are like, oh, I'm the king of my castle and stuff like that. But when you have that attitude, you're, you're never really a happy person. You could think that, you know, you, you know, throwing your weight around and stuff like that. But if your wife is not happy, any married man out there, when your wife is not happy, you're not happy by default. Amen. You know? <laughs> and there's nothing worse than that awkward silence at home where you ignoring problems. So happy wife, happy, happy life. life. You know what I'm saying? So, um... 
another question we have is uh they say that if you're single it's because of these three reasons one you're stuck on someone two you're chasing after someone who's taken th or three you're ignoring someone who wants you do y'all guys think that's true yes absolutely <laughs> okay, so, so expand upon that so let me repeat that so you have right it says they say you're still single because of three reasons one you're stuck on someone Two, you're chasing after someone who's taken, or three, you're ignoring someone who wants you. Do you think it's true? And if, are, are you single? I am. Okay, so <laughs> you guys are both single, so you guys can both answer this. Which of the three do you think oh, applies God. to you? And if it's not one of the three, what is the reason why you're single? So go ahead, Amanda. Um, it's really not one of the three, but C would probably be in that category. And C was ignoring someone who wants you. Yeah. Not mm. really ignoring, but I, I dread dating. I hate going out on dates. It's annoying. The repetitive questions mm. and getting <laughs> to know someone. And once you get to know them and whatever happens, if they're not of your liking or vice versa, it doesn't work out, you got to redo it again. So I usually say no to dates. Hey, you know like what? Dating. You know what's the, the thing? A lot of people are in marriages or staying in marriages because they want to start the process over oh again. Yeah, it's a process. Like, I, I'm coming up on 10 years. It's like I did a dime. It's like I know that sounds like a prison <laughs> sentence, right? All right? But it's like you did 10 years with someone, and then now it's just like starting over. Yeah. That's the hardest oh, part. You know, break, breaking your old ways. Yeah. You know, you know, learning someone's ways, learning how to deal with, you know, someone's quirks, just like someone dealing with your quirks. So it's like really hard. It's not to say that, you know, you should stay in a situation that's not happy. But mm -hmm. I feel like before you break such a long bond, mm -hmm. you should ask yourself, like, you know, what am I contributing to my unhappiness? Right. Because I always say happiness starts with you. Always. I don't care how great your partner is. If you're miserable, mm -hmm. you're going to be miserable. miserable. Your, partner could, your partner could make you smile and brighten up moments, but you have to control your own happiness. Absolutely correct. So, okay. Oh, boy. So, <laughs> Hot seat. Do, do you need me to repeat the three <laughs> options? No. Or do you I, know which one applies to you? I already know which one applies to me. Oh, God. I'm going to get so many messages after this. I don't want to say the first one, which was what uh, you still stuck on somebody. Yeah, it's 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 a little bit of that. Like I was in a, a very long term relationship. Okay, and to that whole starting over process is like you get so accustomed to that person, and you're so comfortable, and it's like now this whole dating thing is just like you find yourself comparing the people that you're dating to the person that you used to have yeah and it makes it so difficult because it's like okay don't do that you know he's not you know who you were with before but um i would have to definitely say it's it, that the date I, i'm i don't think i'm a dating person <laughs> i'm just yeah. a relationship kind of yeah. that whole process mm -hmm. of trying to date and get to know the person and get comfortable it's, annoying. it's yeah. so annoying like they say you you'll like them and then they say the wrong thing it's like okay that's it exactly especially exactly. After, after you reach a certain age yes. right the only thing i can say as as someone who's married in his 30s and like anything that you know i don't envy single people who are in their 30s up age it's just like you're at this age where you're just like, you good. You know yourself. You know when the weekend comes. Yeah. In your head, you think you're about to turn up, but you're really about to just chill kind of right. thing. And then when you're starting to date again, it's just like you have to drag yourself out the house. Uh -huh. You have to, like, you know, Put try these new things. There. Which is not a bad thing. No. 
but it's just like ah. oh, the process you know <laughs> it, it it is it's a big headache <laughs> so big he- I avoid even it. though even <laughs> though we're not single you know if i could give an opinion on why do i think um people are still single the most is i think being stuck stuck on that past experience that you know either went bad or you wish went another way mm-hmm. right because sometimes it's just like man such and such was so great but you know you mess you messed up that situation and now it's just like man you have to tell yourself do i move on completely mm-hmm. do i i try to repair that situation and th- you know sometimes we get stuck on that that never happened to okay. me, by the way. Huh? That never happened to me. Lucky really? I felt like. You know? <laughs> All right. So we have Open Shirt Poppy in the building. Hello, hello. How are you? Hey. Nice to meet you. Yeah. So, so, so the question that you walked in on, because you're single and you're... you're Okay. He's oh, you know what? <laughs> He's trying to figure I, it out. I assume answer, something. I assume that. Me, so let, we'll, we'll let Clifford answer, and then we'll, we'll, we'll get to Mike, right? So the question is, why do you think people, are, are, you know, stay single? And the answer, the question was, you're stuck on someone, you're chasing after someone who's taken, you're ignoring someone who wants you. I think a lot of times people stay single because the expectation they're expecting is they, they look for, they try to set the bar too high, right? Mm-hmm. So... There's no perfect relationship. There's no perfect guy. There's no perfect girl, right? Because everybody, the first couple months in a relationship, everything starts great. He doing this to impress her. She's doing that. And then when you get to really know the person, you're like, hold on. <laughs> Do I want to go to long home with this person? Right. So that's why a lot of times people get false hope. So I think that's what the, right. leads to long people did being say, single. Did you say people set the bar too high? People set the bar too high. You can't set the bar too high for somebody you want to be with. Listen, there's 100% you can set the bar too high. You know why I say that? Because... Yeah, but to, 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 to piggyback on what he's saying, it may sound harsh when you say you set the bar too high, right? Because we all deserve our kings or our queens and stuff like that. That's a fact. But once you live life and you ask yourself... Damn, all the things that I had on my checklist to do in life, did I accomplish? You start mm-hmm. to say, you I'm know a, what? A, I haven't. I haven't. Hold on. Yeah. I haven't. So you readjust your life aspirations. You also have to do that when you're looking for partners. Like being in your 30s, how, how many, if you're out there looking, how many women with no children, no crazy exes, never married, Limited sex partners. Are you going to find that? I'm not saying you got to. I absolutely understand what you're saying. You set the bar too high as far as nobody's perfect. So if you're looking for the perfect mate, it ain't out there. You know, I don't believe in that whole soulmate stuff. I think that's like a facade people be chasing. But what I'm saying is if you want somebody who you can click with and are somewhat of a perfect match for you, I don't feel nothing's wrong with continually trying to take that road and find that but how you how you want this for that 80 20 oh how you gonna gonna find how you gonna find that if you jump in shit because listen the first three months everybody's (laughs) an actor everybody's academy award winner in a relationship yeah real talk once once they once everybody gets like at work 90 days days, everybody's like you know what i got her he got me and this is how it's gonna rock out now and now you gotta adjust Mm -hmm. so you ain't gonna know if you keep jumping ship jumping ship like you got to take a chance to say, you know what? 
And somebody, and somebody older. When you're younger, you you could jump shit, whatever. When you're 30, so you ain't got to tell. You got to go to work. You got to go there. Wait, 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 so, so wait, maybe so standards sounding harsh. But when thing. So, so when you're younger, yeah, yeah. it's okay to jump ship and when not you listen, stick it out. But when listen, you get when you, over 30, when you, it's like. Listen, listen. When you're younger at a certain age, it's okay to jump ship and do that. When you older, it's not okay because, listen, time is limited. You could be wasting four or five years with somebody and you want to have kids. And a woman who's 34, 35, when well, she got kids it. at 40 because she wasting time with this dude. It's it's different. The time is definitely So let, 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 you, let, us, let him answer the question. So the question <laughs> is, right, they said that you're single because of one of these three options. One, you're stuck on someone. Two, you're chasing after someone who's taken. Three, you're ignoring someone who wants you. Is this true for you? And if not, why are you still single? But you told me, nope. am I still single? So, you know, no, no, no. you, you checked me I'm, for a I'm second. Still single. None of those... Well, number so, so three what is might be deep? true, but <laughs> the rest is no, definitely not. Um, I think I'm single because it's a choice, and I have been somebody. I don't jump ship. Like I've been married. I was married for seven years. Mm-hmm. I divorced. I married for kind of the wrong reasons. You know what I'm saying? And I rushed it, which a lot of people do, and they end up trying to stick it out and saying, "Well, I got to make this work. Got to make this work." Then That's 15, 20 years later, they're like, "I can't make it work." Mm-hmm. You didn't waste it a lot of time. Yeah, you know, we just so, talked about like you know doing ten years in in a relationship and then breaking up and starting. So why do you feel that you're single? Um, because I can't get it right. Because <laughs> <laughs> one of the most honest I, men in I, America I, who admits I mean, he can't get it right. I, I mean, it's it right. like every relationship I get, I correct one of the issues that I have, mm-hmm. but there's multiple issues, so. Yeah. I get. I need to correct them faster. You know what I'm saying? So, are you part of the waste her time 2018 movement? I don't waste nobody's time because I'm <laughs> you can't waste anybody's time if you're honest with them. You see, what that's I'm saying? a fact. I tell fact. you what it is. Women, especially, well, uh, you know, and not to be. I don't want to sound sexist, but sometimes men show you their true qualities, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna make him change. Okay, that's that's on you to feel. You you could go to. Go go on that road, yeah. but a lot of times, especially in the age that we are now, the the people what people show you that's who they are. So believe that. So we're gonna ask the last question on this topic. Go to, right. How long is too long being single, and is there such a thing? Because they're saying like you know, especially when you're older, the longer you stay single, the more likely you like to say F it, man. This is who I am kind of thing. See, because when you're younger, you're willing to try new things because you don't have the callus on your heart. Your heart still feel like, ah, I'm ready for another opportunity. You get kind of older, like, you know, like speaking to for you, for example, you've been married already. You have your children and stuff like that. So you're not rushing to like, I need to be married again kind of thing because you had that experience. You have your children. So now in a relationship, you're looking to get what you really want. So the question is, how long is being for single for too long? And is that such a thing? <laughs> That's a fact. Um, I don't think. Start off with letting us know how long you've been single. Three years. Three years. It'll be three and a half That's years. kind of too long. <laughs> but go ahead. So tell us. Oh, why do you feel like that's too long? I feel like it all depends on the person. It doesn't depend yeah. on anything else but the person. Three years, I'm fine with that. Like, okay. I'm okay with that. I don't think there should be a time frame or saying being single for too long. I don't think there's any such thing as that. Okay. What about you, Jennifer? Um, For me, uh, it's going to be two years okay. I've been single. Um, and 
At first, I, I, I got to the point where it's like, F it, I, I can't, you know, like, there's nothing out there. But I think I actually am learning to appreciate this, because speaking personally for myself, I was in a very long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. So I have to now find myself as a woman, as a single woman, mm -hmm. without having that person by your side 24-7 all the time. So it's like, to me, it's, I'm taking this time to figure out who's Jennifer, like who am I at mm -hmm. this point? Because yeah. I, I didn't do that. And then I'm also learning to love myself. Like That's the Which best time. Yeah, like Which I think key. I was... I think I loved that person more than I loved myself, you know, and that's a big problem. It's always lopsided, though. <laughs> yeah. Every relationship's right. lopsided. For you to say that you love someone the same way they love you, that's nice to think, but there's always some kind of lopsided right. in the situation. So how long have you been single, and do you think it's too... <laughs> <laughs> do, well, you haven't been single that long. No, I haven't been long. single that long. My last but how long do you think it's too long? Do you think that's such a thing? See, my last relationship ended the end of April. Um, so it's not that long. Um, no, these time limits we put on these things is, is crazy. Mm -hmm. it, it's absolutely good that she says she's trying to find herself and find out who she is. Yeah. You can't put a time limit on that. You know, when she finds who she is and then she's ready to get into a relationship, that's the right time. Yeah. If she yeah, rushes right. it or does it earlier, that relationship is doomed to fail. You're going to make the same mistakes you made yeah. in the relationships prior Exactly. And then I want to speak to the point of you said this good. Finding yourself is key. I know somebody who is married, been married for a few years, and now their you know spouses finding themselves, and they doing yeah. they doing all types of different things, yeah. and it's causing issues within the marriage. Once you commit to that and say, I'm but that happens. Married, that happens you can't to the find best. Yourself. That happens to the best <laughs> of us. Yes, part, part of no, marriage bro. though, you got to find y'all self. Yeah, because but there's no more you. A hundred percent. You can't find yeah, yourself. Listen. Uh, go ahead. Nah, I mean, go because we can talk at this. No, no, no. <laughs> no but the reason why, no, I understand, and that's the that's another component that people have to realize that comes into a marriage, right? Because you guys have to grow together. And p sometimes part of people's growth and journey, they get confused. You have you have an ideal set of what you think your marriage is supposed to be, mm -hmm. and then hiccups happen, career hiccups, you know, you know, losses happen for for people during the relationship, and people react to certain you know roadblocks in the journey differently. But you know, finding yourself. It's not necessarily a negative thing because you have to be personally happy to be able to be happy in a relationship. Sometimes. Uh, Finding yourself sometimes moves you away from your significant other, though. But maybe that's, that's what, what the journey's apart. It's it's crazy because sometimes, you know, even in, in my marriage, sometimes, you know, I'll tell my wife, like, you know, she's looking for something or, you know, she's trying to learn something. I'm just like, you know what? Go, go experience that kind of thing. You know, maybe your journey doesn't include me. And she's like, oh, are you trying to get rid of me? I'm like, no. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm not going to be the person who's, Married because I clamp you down and I prevented you from growing. If if you can grow and sprout your wings and we stay together, that's a beautiful thing. But part of that process is, how bad is it? Is if in order to you know to stay with me, you limited your growth. Then you're gonna look at me like, yo, I could have been such and such, but this motherfucker <laughs> held me down. The sacrifices. <laughs> when you get married, this is you sacrifice. Yeah, I was I I wasn't ready to sacrifice. You know, this is you got to be real with. You got to sacrifice to make that work. So, Mark, you think you can 
find yourself in a like when you're in a marriage and you you can find yourself. Uh, I mean, I don't think I don't think you can sexually find yourself. You can't sexually find yourself in a marriage like you know. I need to go out there and suck some 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 joints. But you know what I mean. There's limitations to finding yourself. Listen, hundred percent, right? Yeah, I was married. My brother was my best man. You came to my wedding, whatever. Boom. After listen, and this is this is this is real talk. After I got married, the next day I went on my honeymoon. I came back. I went to my man's bachelor party. Then after that, <laughs> after seven days, I went to my man's bachelor party. Because first of all, when I got listen, when I got married, I was still hanging out with single friends. It's still turning up, right? So it it took honestly, it took seeing the birth of my daughter to say, you know what, T- shit is real now. You know what I'm saying? Order. All the fuck boy games, because that's how I'm explaining. All the fuck boy games gotta stop. You understand? So sometimes you can find yourself in a marriage. I was still doing single shit. I left Costa Rica for seven days. We we turned up at my wedding, everything. We came back. I, I told her up. I dropped that at the crib up. I'm going to my man. <laughs> my man's having a bachelor party, and I can talk about it now because the level of communication we have now. I'm more. I'm more to be honest. I'm gonna listen to this. I'm going out tonight. You know? Yeah. So that's what it is. You, you can't find yourself in a marriage. I'm the prime example. Y'all know. Trust me. I, I used to be the guy they call when, when, to find out. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here. They call me to find the places. I don't do that anymore. This is not my lifestyle. So, so you can't t- find yourself. Just, just to uh-huh. sum up this topic before we move on to the next topic. I don't think... It's too long. There's a too long to be single. I do think, though, if you're single three four years and you're not dating anyone at all you're not taking attempting to date and stuff like that then i feel like you're becoming anti-social and you're really cocooning yourself you know putting yourself in a cocoon and not allowing yourself to grow not saying you got to go out there and thought but you know what i'm saying (laughs) if you're single enjoy that thought thought that hole over there, that, that is a beautiful <laughs> acronym to me. All right, so we're going we're gonna to move on to the next topic, right? So the next topic is stepping out of your comfort zone. And I feel like, you know, that's something myself I'm learning to do. I think a lot of times once we reach our 30s or late 20s, early 30s, we start like, yo, I got to stop trying to live up to other people's expectations. I got to stop living up to what mommy and daddy wanted for me. And I got to really be who I'm supposed to be. Doing this show helped me step out of my comfort zone because it's just like I always wanted to have a voice to, you know, a mass audience. or have, you know, have discussion about these things. Like a lot of the topics we talk about is like shit that I know everybody wants to talk about. So let's just talk about it kind of thing. You know, and I think a lot of times we don't have people we can have these conversations with or we kind of like stop having these conversations and it gets stuck in our head. So the first subtopic of the question, stepping out of the comfort zone, is what new hobby or activity do you feel like you want to try? Jennifer? Well, I'll say, I don't know if YouTube's really a hobby, but <laughs> the whole... It is a It could be a hobby. A it could hobby. be, you know, yeah. an income or, or a job as well. Try make that happen. Yeah. Um this whole thing with writing the book, that was me stepping out of my comfort zone because when I wrote it, I just wrote it for myself. Like, I didn't have the confidence, like, it's going to sell, people going to support it. It mm-hmm. was just like, this is just for me. Ain't nobody going to take this serious. Yeah. So that was, hmm? the book. Yeah. That was like a big, big deal for me. And to start a YouTube channel, like, I'm not a very... I, I talk, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not shy, but it's it's uncomfortable for me. So eat, doing this, all of these different things that I'm doing now, is a huge way of stepping out of my comfort zone. 
Yeah, that's good. What about you, Amanda? Heights. I hate roller coasters, <laughs> bungee jumping. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of heights. Either. Jumping out of airplanes. I want to like try getting over that. That's stepping out of my comfort zone big time. Another, I won't even get on a goddamn water Another slide thing that's stepping out of my comfort zone, right, <laughs> is just like, you know, shout out to um, the, the Realist uh, radio show, pregame radio. You know, some some of the people I met from there, they're doing a web series called The Old Domino Effect, which will be out. And I'm going to have a guest, a guest spot on there. And I say that to say this, like acting and doing creative things is stepping out of my comfort zone. Because I've always was a fool. I wrote plays in college and stuff like that. So to be able to just jump in and, and just act and be part of a creative process is just like, you know what? Because a lot of times we see people do these big things and we think like, wow. Obviously, I'm not in Hollywood and stuff like, but you see how huge things are, and you always think it's so ungrabbable. But we just have to go out, yeah. put it out there. You may fail, but then you learn from that failure. What about you, Mike? I'm always one who just does. Do That's what why I he's do. open shirt poppy. Nah, I've, I'll try anything once, um, and I've always been that way. I recently, you know, took a real uh, risk. You know what I mean? I left the job I was at for like. 15 years and it's like yeah. I needed my peace of mind so yeah. I'll just get up and say you know what I'm going to Tibet I don't like it here no more yeah. something it's crazy like that yeah. uh, I've jumped out of planes I've done I've done crazy stuff yeah. so what about you Cliff like what what new hobby or activity do you feel like you want to try I, I'm, I'm I, I think I'm like the same as Mike a little bit when it comes to that like Stepping out of my comfort zone, I'm always comfortable in the situation, or I'm always going to get comfortable no matter what. So I can't really answer the question. So, so like I said, you know, acting, you know, like I wrote a book just like Jennifer, and then I also want to see that book maybe become a web series or a movie kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So it's just like I just feel like, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone, don't be afraid to try something, you know, and then don't, don't let the reaction of the people around you determine if it's successful or not, right? Because, like I said, I've had people who was just like, oh, I saw your little radio show, you know, and they threw the little in there right, right. to kind of, you know, kind of like gut check you. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know what? That's cool. I, I didn't take it that personal, but I just realized not everyone's going to see your vision. Not, not everyone's going to be equally happy for you for you doing your things. But like I said, do you feel good doing it? Are you learning from it? Are you growing from it? Those are the kind of things that you should ask yourself when you're stepping out of your comfort zone. So the next question is, do you, do you feel like you've become less outgoing in your 30s or more outgoing? More, more outgoing. Your, more, more outgoing. You just said in her 30s, though. Well, now you But you know, that age range, right? So, Absolutely. So. It's definitely more. Like, a lot of things that I'm doing, I would have never done, would have never had the confidence, especially in this day and age of social media where everybody got an opinion about you. Yeah. It makes things so hard, and I never thought I would be, you know, comfortable enough to do this. So I'm definitely way more more confident more what about you Amanda you already know how my Facebook page is. Yeah, that's yeah. how I am I'm very very out. I've always been though so okay. in my 30s it's gotten worse so it's gotten worse so that's good <laughs> that's good and you think you know you being a mother you would feel like you have to be more conservative I take my kids everywhere I go yeah. I travel with no, them no I see that I see that which Whenever is a beautiful they thing father, I travel by myself yeah. with my friends and stuff like that I'm always out and about I can't sit still I think that's what about you Mike um, I think I dialed it back a little bit. I mean, I've always been somebody that's 
open and speaking to everybody yeah. and whatever, whatever. But as I got older, I got more, um, not skeptical, but I got more cautious of people. So yeah. that made me be like, you know, I'm going I'm to wait and see how you yeah. are first. You know what I mean? Instead of just, hey, what's up? What's up? Nah, I don't know you like I, that. Originally, yeah. I would have said I became more homebody because my wife is kind of less going out kind of stuff like that you kind of adapt to your partner but within the last couple of years i've i've, I've kind of felt like you know starting with podcasting and just taking the opportunity and just like yo you got one life to live you got if you have a voice use your voice you know what i'm saying so i feel like i'm becoming more outgoing because i'm now i'm not saying no to a lot of things i'm more i'm just more like you know what i'll think about it or yeah let me just try it you know mm -hmm. if it fell it fell but at the end of the day i tried because the worst thing that you can grow old with is what if yeah. right a lot of a lot of things i look back like what if and then you create these scenarios that may be true or may not be true but you'll never know because you never try what about you um, I think in my thirties I'm more or less outgoing. Cause in my twenties, in my twenties I was wild. Like, I, <laughs> no, I was wild. But you know, right now I'm just focusing on building my capital for my daughter. Yeah. So when you focus on building, I'm always at work. Yeah. I'm always at work. I work five days, sixteen hours a day and stuff because I know when she gets older she's gonna have certain amount in account. She's gonna be good. I don't gotta worry about her worrying about what man she chooses to make sure she's good. So I, I'm. I'm very less outgoing than I was in my twenties, whatever. So I think. But but I you feel like in a positive way. In a not, positive way, because not that you're not growing anymore. But no, you're I'm growing. Less wild. I'm growing when it comes to being more mature, finances, and and building my capital. But other than like the other stuff that I was doing, that that meant going to the club three four days a week. You was doing that. Right. Yeah, I was doing Damn, going to club three four lot. three four days a week, still working. At the college, college, I, I used to put do that. I would put a suitcase in my it. car, suitcase in my car, change up, hit the club with my Yo, man. You were crazy. Yeah. Hit the club with my man, and my man worked with my job. We would leave. We would leave the strip club, come right back and do the shift at sixteen hours again. That's the crazy thing. Because he works right there. He starts work at six in the morning. We'll still go out. Sleep for two hours. A little bit, but, but that's what I'm saying. But now, yeah. but now it's like after after 16 hours, my man told hit me over here. Oh, we gonna go here. I'm like, I know I'm not going, but to, just so they can still put me like you part of the game. Or you part of the game. Like maybe. I'm going, so I'm maybe. Like, I hit him like when I'm on my way home. I'm like nah, dog. I know I'm going home to watch the Wayne's Brothers and call it the night. <laughs> call it the night. <laughs> that's real. That's real talk. But yeah. my twins, I'm like, you know what? On my lunch free, let me go get an outfit, let me go get this, whatever. And then I would hit hit it with them, but now I'm mm. not doing that. So and, it's and, and, and you know, being in the comfort zone, like uh views from the friend zone, the reason why I came up with that topic, because I'm always giving like advice mm -hmm. and sometimes give relationship advice and I mean I'm I don't have a track record of being a player but just like looking at things from an outside perspective i can give people that kind of opinion so like stepping out of your comfort zone to me is just like also like you know how you operate on your regular basis is just like you know sometimes if you continue to have the same actions you get the same result that's a fact and then you got to ask yourself are you happy with the results that you've been having if not you got to do something. There's a, a, a quote that said, everything you want is on the other side of fear, which means once you get past your hiccups and what you're scared of, everything that you really want to grab in life is there. You just have to get over the, you know, being scared. So this leads us to the last question on this topic, right, is what things have you said no in the past to that you're now going to say yes to going forward? 
Jennifer. Okay. <laughs> so we'll start with you, Open Shirt Poppy. What things have you said no to in the past that you're not going to start saying yes to going forward? Monogamy. <laughs> that is deep. I haven't said no to it verbally, but through my actions, Your actions. I've said no to it. So, let me give it a shot, you know? Yeah. Don't sound so depressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> he sounds like a wounded, like, ah, they got me. You sound really depressed. They got me. Hold on. I gave him open shirt, Poppy. I'm going to call you. I'm gonna nice call close shirt, Poppy. I'm going to call you. <laughs> Biting up daddy. I'm going to call him Stevie J of Queens. Yeah. Oh, oh, that Queens. sounds about right. <laughs> because no, no, yeah. I think you're changing the game a little bit on this. <laughs> He's like, I'll try uh, monogamy. Monogamy. <laughs> I'm just saying. You said try something different. So nah, that's, nah, that's different. So, so what about you, Cliff? What things have you said no to in the past that you're not going to start saying yes to? It, um... Uh, nah, I gotta think about that one. That's kind of difficult. So for me, it's just like I, I for a long time I hated going out. I just the energy of like going out during the week and stuff like that. Now I go to after work parties. I network. You know, there's a community of black podcasters that I'm really cool with now, mm -hmm. and they'll have events, and I go to it, and I go there, and I meet people and stuff like that. And to, part of it is for me to like continue to build my network, and part of me is like, you know what? In order for me to really have perspective on what people are going through, I got to talk to people mm -hmm. and not necessarily my circle. So I'll, I'll go to these things and I'll have conversations with strangers and they'll, they'll be like, oh, you do a podcast and tell me what's about, then I'll ask some questions. And that way, not that I bring people's business on air, but I bring scenarios that people have. I'm like, yo, this is the kind of situation I have. So when I tell you this advice, it's just like because this is what I'm hearing people are going through. This is the kind of things that people... So to me, it's just like, you know, people invite me to things. And, you know, when you first get married, one of the hardest things is your, your single friends start thinking like, you know, uh, he's married. They toss you to the side. So then you start looking at all these events going on like, why well, I didn't get invited to? It's because you married now. So now... People all my like friends invite me, right? <laughs> exactly. So invite me. I may say yes. I may say no. But my, my movement for 18 and going into 19 is I'm starting to say yes more to go to these things, especially things that I haven't experienced before because that's part of that life growth. So I can tell you that I don't like things because I've tried it. Another thing, and maybe I shouldn't say this, but not that I say yes to now more than no. I was telling people that, you know, Marijuana with it being illegal oh, growing man. up. <laughs> Hit me up. I don't smoke yet, but with marijuana. thirties and want to get high. No, but with, mar yeah. with marijuana being high, illegal, you could get caught up and stuff like that. I always right. stayed away from it. But now. You need to smoke to have a successful marriage. But now. <laughs> now edibles. Now I'm willing to try edibles. And you get you I get you get good experience, that, right? So no, listen, I try I, edibles I don't, now. You know what I'm saying? I understand it because. Like, they, my, my, my family feel like Oh you in your 30s yeah, and like, I, 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 I'm think, not out here getting high But I'm trying edibles and I'm, I'm not sure I'm 33 years old I never smoked weed a day in my life Drinking It's a different ball game 
I'm not out here trying to chase dog food and stick heroin in my arm. I'm not going out there. But I'll try an edible. You know what I'm saying? I'll see what that's about. Listen, no, it is something wrong with that. Because you never know. He's a fuzz right now. He's he's sounding like a a narc. He's a narc. Listen, you don't know what you don't know what's going on with marijuana all all the time. Cats be lacing joints, you don't know. Yeah, but edibles. If you don't know, I'm I'm talking about I try edibles from official stores. You, you you don't know who's official when you're crazy. Cause yeah, listen, but you know you people. Listen, if, come if, on, if, if people you are, don't know who's people are in the business the of it, hey, you, they you, know you, it could come back to them. They it's kind of a it, it's it's a risk trying anything. You know that's like you know not over the the you counter. You cannot so that. listen. That's, that's another story. <laughs> okay. Sound like So. What things have you said no to in the past um, that you now will say it's yes? Funny, it's exactly what you said. Um, I'm the total opposite from you. When I was 20, in my, well, I'm still in my 20s, but I never wanted to go out. Like, my friends like, hey, let's go. You would have thought I was the old married lady because I never wanted to go anywhere. I'm like, no, I got this going on. I got... So now I'm like, I'm trying. I go out more. Anybody who knows me, they'll know, like, she ain't coming, she ain't never. But I'm learning to go out a lot more now because it's like, why not? I'm single. So why is that? You know? So you, you did, if that's not your personality, I don't think you try to be um, single. It's to grow. It's You never know. And it's not that it's not my personality. I just... I'm a, I'm a homebody, but every now and then when I'm home, it's just like, damn, like, I see my sisters, everybody move. I'm like, I need to get up and, you know, do something. Like, I don't, when I'm in my mode, like, I'm cool. Like, I'm home, I'm chilling. And I'm I also, I also got to say this, to, and not to sound, you know, sexist, but it's just like, you have a finite year amount of years to be young and fine and vibrant. Don't waste that time. Go Amen. out there. I'm not telling you to thought. But if no, you got no, a thought, no, you know no, what I'm saying? No, go no, out no, there no, and live to the you, your, your best thought ability. I love that. I love that. I love that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I love that. I'm going to tell you single ladies something too. I'm going to tell you something single ladies too. And it's real. This is nothing that's going to be disrespectful. But what I'm saying is, if you waiting for that dude to ring the doorbell and say, yo, let's just get together. Your charming is not coming to your door. Hold on, let me finish. Yeah. The reason why I, I always tell my brother this, even with the podcast, movie, I said, "Listen, bro, I know a thousand people. I done hit people. Which I didn't hit. Which go? I haven't seen her in years. Right? <laughs> in years, I hit, I seen a a post of, of her book. She was plugging automatic. I hit. Her. I said, "Listen, come up, cause you got a network. Yeah. That's just how it is. People are not gonna ring your doorbell if you're dating or whatever you do yeah. and tell you, listen." Come up here, come do this. You gotta, if you gotta put yourself, yourself in front of street. But that's for the single people that are looking for someone. No, no, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. I'm not no, 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 it's not even about looking. You gotta go to certain events just to be in, in life. In the the loop. That's because very true. You can post a thousand one picture how good you look. Everybody gonna comment, girl, yes. you looking sexy, you looking good. Even the dudes, you post your whatever pics. But if you're at home just chilling, nobody's gonna come. That's a very big thing find because anybody. I felt like because I don't go out and I don't know that many people, like my my siblings, they know everybody. But I feel like I feel like it it, it went there, like the book got out there because of them, and that's be- not because of me because I don't really know that many people. I know them. It's because It's a saying: of them. your net worth is established yeah. by your network, Absolutely. right? You're trying to build a brand. If you're yeah. trying to build a brand, and that, that this is your passion. You got to hustle hard. Yeah. Listen, if you don't hustle hard, you're not going to eat. 
No. That's why I'm always at work. Plain, plain, period. I don't want to be in the club anymore, popping bottles and stuff, whatever, because that's not my lifestyle. I'll be lying. Mm-hmm. I might take certain pictures when I do go out. That's just for, that's, you know, social just media. Let them know I'm still in the game. Yeah, I'm like Mitch. I know Will they love me if I leave the game? You know what I'm saying. So, so Amanda, what things have you said no to in the past that you're now saying yes? Um, I would say more traveling. I need to travel, buddy. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I like to go no. places. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, if yeah. you don't hang out, we can hang out. I know a lot of spots. Well, you know, but travel, travel is another big thing, especially people of color, right? Because a lot of times people of color, we die. Like staying within our own state, <laughs> right? There's a, there, there was a stat, and don't get me, I'm, I'm not going to spit out the percentage because I forgot, but it was just like a number like 30, 40% people die. Only traveling within their state. I, I can't. I can't be like that. No. I mean, you know like saying? I said to you before, I travel with my kids, but as well, I need an adult travel partner because I want to go to different places. Yeah. I missed out on going to Australia, and yeah. that you know, I don't yeah. like stuff like that. And also, you got to thought when you could thought, right? Oh my And part gosh. of thoughting is traveling to different <laughs> countries and thoughting. Like you okay, can't say. Wait, listen, wait. hit me up. Oh you can't God. say. You can't say you mastered thoughting if you never thought it in another country. Oh my right? God! International thoughting is the best. That's, right? Oh okay, wait, wait. All right. When I travel, it's it's looking at the neighborhood. Like Mexico, like people thotting. go to Cancun to thought. If you went to Cancun and you haven't thought why did you go to Cancun for? I'm talking about single people, not married. Married people, we out of that equation. I know. I was in Miami and I wasn't a thought when I was in Miami. Yeah. Like, hey, Miami is the thought capital of the United States. Miami, Miami, that's the thought capital. Okay, Thank you. so we're gonna go to the last topic of the of the uh, show, and then we'll go back to talking about what you got going on, right? Mm-hmm. So this topic is ask the zone. Ask the zone. We is, actually got we actually got people here, so we can ask them if they want to come up. Yeah. Uh oh. What what we could have them, you know, uh, opine on the question. Amanda, you know, Amanda fills our questions about Ask the Zone. So we're going to have you. He you wants to ask the question of the day. Okay, so are you yeah. going to read, you're gonna you're read the question? Me. Okay, go ahead. All right. Talking to the mic, bro. I got you, I got you. So, hey there. <laughs> All right. Ask the, view, ask the Zone here. My girlfriend and I have been living together for a while, and for the last few months on the weekend, she's been hanging out with her friends coming home really late, or should I say, early in the morning like around 4 30 or 5 there has been times the sun has come up and she's still not home <laughs> she's living her best dot life <laughs> she knows she knows i don't like it but tries to reassure me that she, she's truly with her friends going to bars having girls night whatever and it's not that serious i can honestly say i'm not sure if she's cheating that that has crossed my mind. Deep down, it pisses me off, and I feel she needs to have more respect and come home earlier. What or how can I make this stop and get my point across that it's wrong without sounding like a father giving a curfew? First of all, she has too many damn single friends. So her single friends are out dotting, and she's trying to chase after them and live with them. Because let's keep it 100. Everyone knows women who have men fall back the best, more so than men who have women. Ask yourself, ladies, 
When your homegirl gets a new man, oh, yeah. is she out in the streets with you like she used to be? She went to jail. No. She went to jail. No. no. She, she switched the game up. Yeah. So, so she's out with her single friends trying to chase no, after thotting. You know, listen, you know what I say about that is, it's all how he said it, present relationship, right? Because my wife, even when we was dating, I told her straight up, you have no male friends. I got a lot of basketball friends. I got a lot of friends. You see my brother, all these whatever, these are your, your friends now. Because male friends is trying to fuck. I said the president. Pres, listen. Come listen, on, Cliff. Listen, listen what I'm trying to tell you. If she coming home at 4, 3, 5 in the morning, the club ends at 3 o'clock, 3, 3.30, whatever. If you want to get a bite to eat, whatever, she better be FaceTiming me everywhere she oh go from that gosh. time. It's not, listen, wow. it's just at the club close anyway. Like, you closing down the club, yeah. really? Dude's close. How, how, do you know how old this dude oh, is? Not even, listen. He's our age, right? Listen, listen. Why are you staying out till 4 or 5 in the morning? What man's going to be secure about that? So I got, I got twofold on this. Yeah. Hold on, I'm what man's going to be secure because about that? Because this is what I say. And it, it has, I have dealt with this in other relationships. Not this particular situation, but I hate it when a girl switches up when we get in a relationship and then wants to become a homebody. I want you to be who you keep were that same when energy. I first dealt with you. I want you to keep your friends who you had before, all right? Because I don't want you feeling like you invested all yourself in me and you lost part of yourself. Now, your friends is blaming me because they don't but see you. And really, you I'm know, telling you, but, yo, go out. But, go but out. You know my, my thing about this is, it's like, he's saying this is all the time. In our, our age, going out, partying, stuff like that should be like one, maybe two weekends yeah. a month. But if she's doing this all the time. Now, There's something wrong. Kinda, uh, I mean, she she could go out. Listen, my, listen. I work you, one or two times. I don't care. Listen, that's you think much? that's too much or too little? That's too little. Listen, that's too little going out. Girl, yeah, every weekend. You know every what? weekend. You know listen, listen. Wait, it's all up. Go ahead. I, I mean. I'm like, is this his wife or his Girl, girlfriend? I'm like, girlfriend. girlfriend is kind of the key word. Like, I don't know if it's a living girlfriend or oh, they live together. Oh, they live together. Oh, that changes it. So you say t- if he like it, he yeah, should he put a ring on it. Until she put a ring on I it, mean, she could thought. I feel like at the, n- <laughs> he didn't say she was thotting. <laughs> but that's what he's assuming, though. I mean, he's assuming it. But at the same time, all right, if she's going out that much, okay, that could become a little bit of a problem. But at the end of the day, like, you're not my husband. Like, if you want to play that role, you got to put a ring on it. Like, who are you to tell me what to do? You my it's boyfriend. How y'all feel about no, listen, that? It's not about uh, um, telling what to do, right? Because at the end of the day, like I said, I work a lot. I do whatever. And my wife is in a sorority. So she goes out to a lot of events. I never tell. I, I want her to go. So she's not, when we had a baby, that was the best thing because now she's not worried about my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I want her to go out. It's not about going out. Right. But be respectful. And listen, if, you going, if you're going out, just text me where you're going. I don't even care what you what you're But coming home 4 or 5 in the morning, and I, it's not going to make me feel comfortable knowing I did 16 hours and then you coming home five. I'm gonna hold on. My, my Somebody be- pipe in it. I don't even got time. <laughs> yeah. I ain't got. I ain't got time. <laughs> my beef. My beef with the situation is like this, right? How I'm. Did a, you feel your wife? No, that's, no, because I don't. That's all right. That's all right. I'm not even. I'm not even front. But I don't even have to worry about that, right? Because it's not. It's not even. My thing about it is like this. I'm assuming he's a working adult and she's a working adult. They both work. So if we working during the week. We really only got time to really kick it and build on the weekend. And you out thotting on the weekend. So how are they growing? Oh, my gosh. That word is crazy. So what so type of advice would you give him? I would tell him, like, yo, he has to tell her, like, look, we, we, we got we to gotta work it out where it's just like, okay, 
partying and hanging out and stuff like that. There has to be some kind of limits to it. Mm-hmm. One one weekend or two weekends a month, cool. But we gotta have weekends where we 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 build no, together. No, we go no, out no. and date. You know and why stuff. you don't? Yeah. I don't say about the limit thing is because. Listen, nobody likes you can you can go to uh, a lot of girls now. They but don't, how they how don't are you in a relationship party? if listen. you don't see your partner on no, the weekend? No, no, listen, listen. It's okay if you go on to dinner parties or whatever and coming home on a respectful night. If you coming home at listen, when even when I go out three o'clock, that call gets you. Where you at? She like the Undertaker. She just set the Wake alarm up out of sleep. Three, only three, thing out past three, two o'clock listen, is trouble. Listen, three It's o'clock, only trouble past two, three like, o'clock. Where, where you at? I'm like, listen, I'm about to go to I have my man. I'm, I'm going to mm. come on. But I, I know that call's coming. I, I know that call's coming. A woman be out four or five in the morning. Come on, you getting piped down? This make me think of. You get piped down? No, 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 no. Because it makes me think of. I, I, I joke too much with it, the dotting, but hold on, hold on. Four, coming home four or five in the morning. You get piped every down. single every, weekend. Every single, yeah. week, you every single weekend. Okay, that's that's a bit. That's much. too but much. I wouldn't say she's getting piped down. She it makes me down. think of in, in uh, Boomerang when Eddie Murphy. That was business too. When he went, he saw his ex Robin Givens after he. You know, had Hallie already waiting at home for him. You know what I mean? And she was like, love, should have brought your ass home last night. <laughs> That's a fact. He said he had to go for a walk. He had some things in his head. He had to clear up. But nah, with this specific situation, bro, first of all, she's just being disrespectful. Mm. If you're thinking that she's cheating... That's a whole nother thing that y'all had to discuss. Y'all need to communicate yeah. on. Because just because somebody's going out and hanging out too late, that don't mean they're cheating. They are being disrespectful. But he should have She's being disrespectful. Early. Yeah, early well, you can do it now. It's not too late. You don't want to come at her like you're a father and say, listen, your curfew is two or three. No, you don't want to do that. You just be like, yo, you respect me, right? So if you respect me, understand that I can't accept this. I respect you enough to come home at a reasonable time. Or if I don't come home at a reasonable time, I'm going to call you and be like, listen, this is why I'm not making it, blah, blah, blah. I'm constant communication. Yeah. But if she's doing this regular and he's already voiced, I don't know, he said he voiced his opinion on it already? Yeah, she, she disrespected you. Bro. I mean, how much turn up to the curve? How much turn up does she how much turn up does what? she have in her? Like there's gotta be a limit to the turn up. What is a reasonable time? If you if you oh, was in a relationship no or you No, your my wife, thing is if it's if it's once your wife should be home. So let me answer that. If it's once or twice a month kind of thing, then I don't have a problem if she comes home at four in the morning. Cause you know what? This is a rare thing. Yes. But if you're doing it every weekend, to me it's just like you're not out here doing in relationship kind of thing things you're, you're acting as if you're out there and available so i'm not going to use the word i've been using all episode but it leads me oh, to assume you're not no, because, the last because you're saying I, i'm killing it but it leads me to assume that you're not happy with just spending time with me don't get sure i'm not trying to kill you from having fun with your friend but if you're telling me every weekend friday and saturday you out to five four in the morning every weekend of every month what are you looking for what are you looking for my my advice is like this you got to tell her like yo the turn up is cool on occasion but if you feel like you need to turn up every weekend friday and saturday of every week of the month then i don't think you want to be in a relationship i think you're still out there chasing single life no, I, I was going to tell her the time. The appropriate time, what you call it, if she's in a relationship and she has respect for a man, 3 o'clock is cool, Three, whatever, If, if but if she's not on like a... If so, she's, if she's, she's, she could go on Friday and Saturday listen, every week? I don't listen. Listen, at the end of the day, 
Real talk, if a girl gonna do whatever, she could fucking do in two minutes, a guy could fucking in two minutes. Sex is two, three minutes to keep it 100. Yeah. So I never put restriction on what they're gonna do. Cause they're gonna do it regardless, right? So out of respect for me, for, for my, I said the president, I'm gonna tell you exactly what it is. So when we get in a relationship, you already know, all right, my man ain't into that. So we don't gotta play no games. If you going out, how am I gonna feel? I'm a married man, my wife go out four, five, um, four o'clock every week of Friday, Saturday, and I just told you I work all the time. That she has enough time to get a whole new relationship. So, so what, so what? He said the president. He told her. He talked to her. and Said, "I'm not liking this. You're still doing it. You oh, gotta okay. go." So you what's his go. advice to him? Because we, okay. we got limited time. No, 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 that's what he should hey, say. No, his, this is the no, advice, bro. His, no, she his, gotta no, go. His advice is saying, "Listen, obviously, obviously, <laughs> she you out there be, looking listen, for something. Obviously, you want to be single. Yeah. I'm gonna take a step back and and let you figure out when you're ready to commit to what I got going on." Then you come back. But right mm -hmm. now, you want to live your best life? Live your best life. So l let's have the ladies end, end the segment. What, what do you feel? What's your advice to this this man? <laughs> I'll let her go. Go ahead. Um, I feel as though I agree. It's, it's, it's downright disrespectful. You're doing it every single weekend. At this point, I'm not going to say kick her to the curb, but <laughs> I, I think I agree with what Cliff said. It's like, you want to do this, go do you. When you ready... Maybe I'll be here, maybe I won't. But honestly, if he already told her and she's still doing her, she wants to be single. It's a fact. I told him that I feel like she wants to be single and maybe yeah. they should. And, and maybe they, like you said, they're living together. Maybe she just needs you for the half of the rent. Hello. And you got to evaluate that, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, you got you to gotta put that out there because at the end of the day, why waste each other's time? Mm -hmm. Yeah. If we don't have a vision of growing together, we have a vision of growing apart. That's so why waste each other's time? You know what I'm saying? So that's the end of the regular segment. We want to give Jennifer another shot to you know talk about the book, where they can get it, and all that stuff like that. So the book is available, again, Amazon.com, um, Kindle. Uh, if you have Kindle Unlimited or if you're a member, Kindle Unlimited is free. Um, it's $11.99 on Amazon. That's a great uh, price. Yeah. Reasonable, very I, reasonable. And I thought it was a little too high, but no, it's you good. Know? That's a because good price. I know Amazon. Amazon take their cut. That's very reasonable. Yeah, they very do. Reasonable. They definitely do. Um, it's it's a real. I'm not to my horn, but it's it's a good no, book. Toot your own I know. Yeah. I actually got great great feedback. Um, it's not the typical dragon. You know, some books is like it drags and yeah. it gets straight to the point. Everything yeah. is like, I like okay. That. And a lot of people said it's unpredictable check out those um reviews on amazon nice uh, very unpredictable um i just I, I i had to write what i like to read i don't like to read books that's just like all right what are you talking about when are you gonna get yeah. to the point like yeah. it gets right to the point yeah. and it's very relatable like who doesn't have dysfunction in their family you nice. know we all got the auntie the uncle the mama you know so it's it's definitely um a good read and let them know your uh, your social media so that they can follow Okay, you. I have uh, two Instagrams. I don't have Twitter. I don't know. How to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one of my Instagram is Jenny underscore Penny. And the other one is Inherited underscore Dysfunction. Okay. And if anybody is in the Queens area, I will be in Rochdale September 9th. Okay. I'm going to have a table. You could come and get a book. Is that Rochdale Day? Yeah. Rochdale Day. Okay, cool. Rochdale Festival, Rochdale Day. Um Oh, cool. So, um, yeah, definitely come out there. I'll be out there with some books ready to sell. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, what what the crew got going on? <laughs> hey, happy Labor Day to everybody, you know. 
I was out there, you know, Sapa say my boule to my Haitian people. Um, Saka fat. Put the blood clot to my Jamaican, Trinidad, whatever. Be safe out there. You know, I know y'all turning up, acting a fool. Just be safe and celebrate, you know, your heritage. Um, that's all I got. Shout out to my homegirl, Jamie. And um, I sell soy candles. These guys yes. are always getting on plug me it in. about talking it, yeah. about my yeah. candles. Oh. <laughs> um, it's Amanda Marie's home collection. You can hit me up on Instagram and Facebook. I'm like her. I don't have Twitter. I don't even know how to work it. Uh, I, don't even, I don't even have Snapchat. I used to have Twitter, but I feel like uh, Twitter's kind of dying down. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead. So, um, you know, shout out to all the people who's been supporting the podcast. Go out and support Jennifer Hunter's book, Inherited Dysfunction. It's that. a beautiful thing to, you know, inherit, to, uh, I mean, support black authors because the black story needs to be heard. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously we're, we're in a day and age where everyone's stuck with visuals, but we still need to create thoughts with reading. We still need reading comprehension. That's a fact. So that's a big thing, you know. So go I got to start reading more, too. I you know, go out to so, support, you know. All of our, our black authors and you know big ups all that. Well, I was gonna say so. Um, on a less serious note, this is the last weekend to thought, right? Because it's Labor Day weekend. Oh my gosh! Let, you know what I'm saying? Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is your last weekend to you know shake your ass with no, no, no consequences. You know your kids. The kids start school on Tuesday. Oh so right. So now you ask. You a parent again? Grandma's gonna start watching the kids for the summer. No, no, no. Now, now you need to start thinking about you know what you're gonna be doing for the winter. Your cuffing season. You know, getting your lineup strong. Now, but seriously, it's Labor Day weekend. Go out, enjoy yourself. Continue to support the podcast. You from the Frenzo with the podcast of the people. We're gonna leave it to Clifford to, to send us away. Um, shout out to everybody on Labor Day. Be safe. But I wanted to say. People, stop using your social media for just the pictures. Plug yourself. You have to plug yourself, That's right? Fact. I haven't seen this girl in years. I've seen she has something positive going on. And I work in I work in a jail environment, not to say exactly where I work, yeah. but you gotta plug yourself. Social media is cool to take a hundred and thousand pictures and everybody be like, oh, you popping. If you got something important going on, plug yourself. Use it usefully, right? Mm-hmm. Listen, you want to leave your job, you want to build yourself. This is the time now, because if you wait, late, if you wait for somebody else to do it, nobody's gonna do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, use your social media positive. Don't just use it for just the turnups and the likes and, <laughs> and the stuff. And, and, and no, like- no, listen, listen, now, listen. And the serious <laughs> note is. Um, also, we coming on our 50th episode soon, and yeah. nice. we want to get to um, do a, a podcast party. Also, we're going to do a podcast party. We're going to let the dates know. We're going to talk yeah, about it. But please, use your social I'm... media for positive things. Like, you know, plug yourself. If mm-hmm. you don't build your brand, nobody else will. That's what I want to say. And like I always say to people, go out there and chase your legacy and not your liabilities, because your legacy lasts longer. And we out. Peace. Views from the friend zone. From the friend zone. I'm trying to beat, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends, though? It's cool, though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Views from the friend zone. I'm trying to beat, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends, though? It's cool, though.